Hello, my name's Paul Hirons, editor of The Killing Times, the online magazine that's dedicated to crime drama on the television. And as regular readers and listeners will know, uh, we like to supplement our reviews and news and features with the odd podcast now and again. And seeing as though uh, things are starting to get back uh, filming again, after this torrid and unprecedented uh, time for everyone. I do hope you're keeping safe, by the way. Um, We thought we'd dive back into things and bring you a few more podcasts, and we've got some good ones coming up for this autumn. Uh, First off, we're going to go back to uh, Welsh crime drama, because uh, obviously that's a really burgeoning uh, subgenre of crime drama and indeed the last few episodes of the Killing Times podcast has been dedicated to Welsh crime drama. Now in this episode I'm going to be talking to Adrian Bate, the executive producer of Unbore Mecher, uh, or Keeping Faith as uh, English language uh, viewers will know. It's the fantastic Welsh series starring Eve Miles as Faith Howells and uh, when we heard that it uh, resumed filming and indeed has now wrapped filming we couldn't wait to talk to someone about it because it really is uh, a very popular series and has broken all kinds of records on on the iPlayer and indeed on S4C it's it's Welsh home so why wouldn't we want to talk to someone about it and I'm delighted to say that we got to talk to Adrian so here is Adrian giving us an update on Unbore Mecher and Keeping Faith enjoy and uh, as promised we are joined by I believe executive producer of uh, In Beer Mecher is that how you pronounce it is Adrian Bate uh, I, I'm not a Welsh speaker myself, but I, I, I've been with the project long enough to know it's pronounced something like Unbori Mecha. Okay, right. We'll stick with keeping faith, I think, um, <laughs> for now. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Adrian, for joining us. I know that you guys have just uh, more or less, li- not more or less literally, but very, very recently kind of wrapped filming on the third and I'm guessing final series. Is that right? Well, we're actually, uh, we finished filming uh, this coming Sunday. Right. So we've got just under, just, just, just over sort of three, three days to go before mm. we finish series three. And yes, it will be the final, the final series. Mm. And that, that, uh, that will upset quite a few people because it's been extraordinarily successful, I have to say. And I don't say that with any surprise because it's a terrific show. Um, yeah. But have you been taken aback by the response and, and by the success of it? You know, it kind of broke iPlayer records and it's really kind of crossed over into the English language really, really well, but it retained its Welshness. Um, has, it, has it been a surprise to you? Well, I don't think so. I think when you, when you make a show like this, you, you, you believe in it and, 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 and therefore the, the success of the show doesn't come as a particular surprise. Mm. Uh, I think that it's, um, 
I think perhaps what it's done is it's punched above its weight because in the UK, certainly, it was always um, slotted into the summer schedule, mm. which traditionally is always, um, you know, there are slightly, well, quite a few less people watching television in the summer because they're either away on holiday or, or sunning themselves in the evening sunshine. Mm. Um, but it, it, it certainly held its head up in, in, in linear television. But I suppose what did surprise us was how well it did on iPlayer. Um, it, for a time, it still holds as kind of the highest rated drama for, uh, for, for BBC Wales. Um, mm. And on iPlayer, it, for a while, I think it was about the second or third um, best rating drama ever. We, we have been overtaken by, the, you know, a couple of normal people since then. But um, at the time, you know, in series one, it was, it was astonishingly successful on catch up. Mm. Um, and, uh, but I think we, we were part of the catch up revolution. We were partly you know uh, spearhead helping to spearhead the catch-up revolution and a lot of people are obviously watching myself included I have to say are tending to watch this kind of um, stories that have a serial element which we want to kind of keep on going at and consume in in big bites um, <clears throat> we were part of that revolution uh, and and so yes that that part of it I suppose did surprise us um, delightfully but it did surprise us a bit and before uh, we get on to the show itself, I'd like to speak to you, if I may, about the whole lockdown. There's obviously, there obviously has been a break in filming, uh, like many other shows and productions out there. Uh, how have you guys coped with it? How have you guys kind of handled it? How have you guys adapted to the whole lockdown process? Uh, what's been the most challenging aspect of it all for you well i think i think like the nation um trying to understand the nature of of of, of a pandemic or in, in particular obviously this pandemic trying to understand w what it was which was has, has blighted um our, our lives uh, we st we had to start filming on march the 16th um which was uh, around about a week before lockdown in the country. Mm. Uh, we were all, um, we had decamped out to Larne, which is in West Wales, ready to shoot um, our fictitious town of Abercorn. Um, uh, so we were ready to shoot all the um, Abercorn ex exterior sequences. Um, it's where Faith lives and, and, and the village, the town where she lives. Um, and sadly, on the it was Monday the 16th, um, and one of our cast reported feeling unwell mm. um, and was immediately uh, kind of withdrawn. Uh, he reported feeling unwell on the Sunday, was immediately withdrawn. Um, and um, at the time, uh, at that time in March, it was, if you remember, it was very difficult to get quickly tested. I mean, mm. nothing was quite as um uh, immediate as it is now so he, he was obviously isolated um and we took the decision there and then we couldn't continue um, not that he'd had particularly any um uh you know any any interaction with anybody um because it was we were coming out of a weekend but um obviously the writing was on the wall we would that night all have had to go gone into hotels it was it was a very simple decision to to stop filming um, on on the basis of health, of health and safety and, and looking after everybody. Um, 
so there was a, you know, there was like, we, we, we managed to shut the whole production down in about, it took about two days to, to actually kind of pull all the plugs out and turn all the lights out. We luckily, we'd finished um, filming in studio uh, and had struck that set. So we just had, we had at that stage, seven weeks of location shooting left. And um, little did we know that it would, it would take us 16 weeks to get back in the saddle again. Um, and during that time, as I said, like everybody else in the country, we're trying to understand the nature of this pandemic. Um, and above all, waiting for the government and the industry to um, advise us on a set of protocols that we could um, hopefully apply to get filming back on the road. So there was an awful lot of, uh, an awful lot of research um, and advice seeking, uh, both from broadcasters and from health and safety representatives, um, and and government and trade industry, trade industries, and amalgamating all the advice, we created our own sense of COVID protocols, which we believe would afford the levels of realistic safety for both cast and crew. Luckily, and it is more by luck than judgment, I have to say, we we sort of had shot our our more intimate scenes with cast. Mm. Um, it, it would have been extremely difficult to do, you know, we're not a, you know, we're not a big, um, we're not a series that, that, you know, has a lot of bedroom scenes anyway, but obviously there are, there are certain characters like um, the characters of Faith and, and, and Steve Baldini and, and those sort of characters who um, ultimately may well um, and do have some, mm. some closer contact than other cast members, but luckily we'd shot those out. Um, so we didn't have any uh, what I called kind of really intimate scenes to to shoot, mm. but we had a set of protocols which meant that um, we have observed um, social distancing with the cast, uh, and and you may ask, well, how how do you do that? And it's and it is quite difficult. We had to revisit all the remaining scenes to be shot, uh, and simple things like two people travelling in a car. Mm. You can't do it now, so. Um, so we had to rewrite, take those scenes instead of traveling in a car, they might be walking on a beach, but they happen to be about a meter apart. Um, so we had to re revisit all the scenes and make sure that we can make them work with um, social distancing protocols in place. Mm. Um, we obviously, in terms of crew safety, we, uh, in, we, we brought in additional crew members for safety. They're called, um, COVID as a COVID coordinator right. uh, and a COVID supervisor who's medically trained. And they would um, take temperatures and do all the medical stuff on arrival every morning. And people had wrist colored wristbands, different colored wristbands every morning to make sure that nobody sort of escaped the net or got around the corner in terms of uh, testing in the morning. Um, and all that would be logged. Um, and as I say, um, masks worn wherever possible. So all the things that people are doing nationally, we were doing as a as a, as a shooting unit. And we felt that we 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 haven't we haven't actually done testing because of the false positives and the false negatives you can get from testing. We felt that there was a risk of of sort of enhanced. Um, security in terms of people thinking they were safe when they weren't mm. so um and i think that was probably the right decision um so we've applied those protocols and um 
as I said, we had six weeks of filming left and we're, we're in six weeks now. So, and, you know, touch wood, a few days left to go and we've had no, um, no illness at all amongst the cast or crew. Well, that's, that's certainly good news. And it's very interesting, isn't it? Cause I was going to ask you, had anything changed in, in, in terms of scenes or uh, did anything have to be rewritten? But you kind of answered that question, the fact that people yeah, may have been in cars it's, it's you know, having to be adapted to somewhere else, you know. Yeah, and, and particularly from the director's point of view, Pip Broughton and Judith Dine, um, our two directors, have had to rethink how they shoot scenes. Um, you know, we've been working on slightly longer lenses so mm. that it compresses, it compresses space. Um, so you might be shooting over the shoulder of one and they, it, it gives the impression that they're closer than they really are. Right. So I think there's been a subtle change in the use of lenses um, mm. and in the way people interact within scenes. Mm. And as I say, we ha we've had to take people out of cars. I mean, you'll see a scene in, in one of the episodes where a Faith and her family will arrive in a car, seemingly, but it, it, it's, it's all trickery in, in as much as uh, there, is never, there is never more than one people either in the car or getting out of the car. But when it's yeah. cut together, it will look as though three people have arrived in that car and will get out. Interesting. Four no, four people, in fact. Yeah, four people. Okay. Faith, Faith and her three kids. But it's all been shot with them getting out individually. Interesting. Okay, let's get on to the show itself, because um, the fact that you're, you're finishing this coming weekend, what are we now? 27th of August. So, and I, I'm, I'm hearing that you're working towards a... Uh, an autumn premiere of this on S4C. Um, that's exciting. But I guess what people want to know is, is what's, what's next for Faith? Because at the end of series two, it's seemingly, you know, she got rid of her nemesis and uh, uh, her, you know, her and Steve Baldini were still a bit up in the air. Um, Evan, her and Evan's future still up in the air a little bit. What what's I mean? An awful lot was thrown at Faith in the in the first two series in terms of trauma and crises, just one thing after the other. Um, I guess the first question is, from what as for as much as you can tell us, um, what's 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 in store for Faith in series three? Uh, I, I think this is I think this would be Faith with an extra layer of of skin in this in this series. I mean. You know, series one was the confusion of of Evan disappearing and, and mm. how she, you know, um, practically and emotionally coped with that. Mm. Episode two was the, the adjusting and realizing um, uh, kind of quite what what the sort of person he actually was. So this is very much her. Um, uh, I would say we've got a tougher faith, uh, a survivor learning how to learning how to survive, putting survival her survival instincts into into practice. Mm. She's always going to fight first and foremost for her family. Um, but she finds, um, in terms of the, her, her professional life, she finds bigger, bigger challenges. She, you know, some, some of the cases she takes on are just bigger, but more emotional, they're more powerful, they, they pack more emotional punch. And she has to find a balancing act between the extreme demands on her professionally and trying to balance with the extreme demands on her emotionally uh, with, with both her, her situation with her, her husband and uh, Evan and, and Steve, but also at the same time being mother protector. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, uh, I, I, I think probably the end, it, it feels like an end. It feels, it feels like, you know, she appears 
in this new in this new guise uh, um, to, to go on. So we'll we'll see we'll see a tougher a tougher more resolute faith in this series and, and how she takes on bigger battles. Was there any? I mean, the decision was taken to end it after three series. Was there ever a a thought that this could run and run? Because let's let's face it, as you say, she is a lawyer, so you could do like one or two cases per series. You could just keep that going and going. So I'm interested. Why why was the reason taken to end the series after the, the, this third one? Well, I don't think there was any one reason, to be honest. Um, there, there's quite a tradition of certainly uh, the BBC running shows for three series. And I mean, of course, there are exceptions um, where things do run further. But, but uh, I, I think the BBC kind of like um, series running, if they can, for three, for three seasons, because it, it allows them to refresh their schedules. Mm. Um, so that that was one reason. I think another reason is I I, I think um, I think Eve is ready for some new challenges um, as as as, uh, as 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 the wonderful actor she is. Um, uh, obviously, she's she's done a show for UK um, uh, as well. We have together, yeah, together, yeah. Um, and and she's also happening to blossom as a writer. She's we found that she's an extraordinary writer, and we're now working with Eve um, as a writer on on different shows. Mm-hmm. So I think um, I, I think in terms of evolution, um, it's probably the right thing for um, the BBC and Eve and us to a certain extent right. is now to, to 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 move on. Yeah. And I think that um, uh, I. I, I Actually, I think that probably three series is probably the right, the right, the right life for the series. To be honest, mm-hmm. I think we'd, you know, we'd have to end up taking her to be a, a, a lawyer in New York or something, and that, that <laughs> right, right, you know. Yeah. So I think it's the right thing for, for us to do. Let's talk about Eve for a second, because I think it, from watching it and, and thoroughly enjoying the series, um, there's a handful of, of of actors and actresses who seem to embody a character just so perfect like 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 a hand in a glove like uh say sophia helene uh in the bridge as, as saga noran for instance uh like sean reese williams in in christ for uh as uh caddy john for instance there's a handful of people that are so um so in tune with their characters and i would say eve is with with uh with faith as well even you know what i mean i i've, I've met, you know I've, I've interviewed eve before and she's lovely but she has got that sort of inner drive about her i think and um and obviously that suits faith very well can you just talk a little about a bit about eve's performance and faith and the uh the the strength the power but the vulnerability and the humility she brings to that part well, I think you've said it rather ele- elegantly yourself, um, but she is extraordinary in the part. I think one of the things to understand is that the, the, the series is, is the series engine is is an emotional one, really. It, yeah. You know, we're not an action series. Um, we're not a procedural series. We're not a medical series. Um, we're actually driven by this emotional engine, um, which is uh, you know created by. By, by both Matthew Hall and Pip Braun, who write the series. Um, and also, I have to say, Pip, who directs um, a lot of the episodes, um, is fantastic at drawing out the emotional nuances 
mm. characters. And Eve has an extraordinary relationship with Pip and, 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 and really absorbs and enhances those kind of um, emotional storylines and character traits. Um, and quite often, you know, I, you know, I, I watch the dailies every day and, and, and see scenes blossoming. I mean, there are scenes on the page which you, you think are good, but actually when, when by the time Eve's, by the time Eve's got them, they are extraordinary. You know, yeah. it's, she draws things out of the scene, which, which you don't quite realize are there on first reading. So um, I think she's very sensitive and very, her ability to draw out the emotional nuances of the character uh, have, have, have actually is what has what has made the series. And I, I think with a, with an actress of lesser caliber, we quite simply, the series wouldn't have, may not have worked at all. Mm. Um, but she, she not only made it good, she made it great, you know, and, and it's her, uh, it's her emotional vocabulary and the ability to, to, to draw it out, which is, I think made Faith so, so memorable. Of course, I mean, she's quite an iconic looking character as well. There are, uh, you know, there's the Rain Max, uh, the, you know, the yellow Rain Mac and things like that. She is, again, there's a handful of characters in TV drama that have these very striking, bold, iconic looks. And I would say Faith Howells is one of them. Uh, I mean, is, is it going to be emotional to say goodbye to this project? Oh, I, I think certainly yes. Um, you know, we've 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 lived with it for quite a while. We've lived with, we've lived with it for quite a while, um, and um, you know, for 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 Eve, as as has been well publicised, as you know, she is not a natural world speaker. She's had to learn ask about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to do it. Um, not for a moment do I understand how somebody does that. Mm. You know, I, I just don't understand how, um, how, how you can. Uh, and, and also because we make the show for S4C, mm. who, um, you know, who, who are our language police in terms of what they, you know, we, we are not allowed to get away with, with, with the pronunciation and the delivery of Welsh, which isn't near on perfect. Um, so, um, you know, she's not speaking bad Welsh. She's speaking good Welsh and it's all learnt. Mm. The additional pressure uh, on her to do that, I, I think is quite extraordinary. Mm. Um, no, so it, it, that's one element that she probably won't be terribly sad to say goodbye to, I have to say, because, because of the sheer workload. But in terms of the journey that we've travelled, all of us... Um, you know, especially those at the sharp end of production. Uh, yes, I think it will be quite an emotional uh, goodbye when we finish on Sunday. And of course, the story goes is that she, because you guys both shoot in in Welsh and English uh, as well. You know, so you do one scene in Welsh and a scene in English. Um, she before this project, she did not know how to speak Welsh. Is that that is right, isn't it? And she had to. Well, it is. Uh, I mean, she's. Uh, as, you, as you probably know, she's married to um, obviously her husband, but in both. Um, in, in Does Bradley both... speak Welsh? 
Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Bradley's Bradley's yeah, born and bred, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, she didn't speak. But I mean, she obviously um, she's married to somebody who does speak Welsh. Um, I believe her. her I think her, her children are, are, are bilingual. So she she she's lived in a Welsh language environment. But no, she doesn't speak. She hasn't spoken Welsh until until Keeping Faith. What an uh, extraordinary thing. <laughs> it is extraordinary. It really is. And it's, you know, it's really good Welsh as well. Yeah, yeah. Just finally, Agent Four, we let you go. Um, uh, I've been lucky enough to go onto the set of, of Crith and it really has been extraordinary how Wales has, has emerged, I guess, and positioned itself as a, as a maker of real quality uh, drama. And obviously I'm talking specifically about Crime drama, because that's what my blog is. But there's lots of really creative things happening in drama. What do you put that down to? I think, uh, golly, it's, 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 it's a difficult question to answer because, because um, there seems to be an environment um, which is very uh, creative and respect, re- re- respectful of good drama. Mm. I, I think that, um, you know, f- I can only really talk for Vox Pictures, who make, who make who make Keeping Faith, but we find that there's great. You know, we have had fantastic support from both BBC Wales and S4C, um, and Acorn. I mean, uh, Acorn Media, who uh, take the show into um, into the US, and will be also running it on Acorn, um, their UK platform, um, either this no, it'll be next year. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all been incredibly supportive um, and through this pandemic they've all been incredibly supportive um, I have to say I mean this is I have to do a shout for the Welsh government who have supported us as well they make um, you know they make the f- they make the environment very conducive to bringing production to Wales um, so there's you, you feel as though everybody's willing you to do something and do something well, and, and hopefully we have, and I think that applies to the, the other productions that you've um, that you've mentioned. So it feels as though we, we are continually pushing on open doors rather than pushing on closed doors. Right. Um, and you know, added to that, um, I know it's an old cliche, but you know, there are times when you, you look at the scenery um, in, in the series and in for us for in in west wales and it and it is just completely breathtaking and you think god what you know why don't i why don't i live here um so it, it's got all these elements that come together i think that, that make it special but you know also there's a there's a wonderful kind of creative cabal in in certainly south wales i mean there's eve but i mean um you know uh, amy once who 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 writes the songs for us she was at college with eve um you know uh th- th- there's there's a great kind of creative output certainly I, I i should say wales but i only really know south wales and cardiff because that's where we work yeah. but I, I i will assume that it, it applies to all of wales but certainly where you know in the environment we work mm. um there is this great creative engine pumping out talent which is 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 there for us to work with so we're very lucky mm. And just very finally, uh, Adrian, is 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 uh, is Faith going to get the happy ending that I think a lot of fans crave uh, for her? 
I, I think if you think about it, 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 it you <laughs> define happiness when your husband has disappeared and behaved disgracefully. Um, and, and, you know, everything seems to be, um, you know, in, in a way she's, she's lost her life. So I think it's about, it's about creating another life. And if that, if that new life is happy, I don't know if that new life is going to be happier than the one she had before. I think that's for the audience to decide. Well, Adrian, thank you so much. We're, we're all extremely excited to see uh, the final series. Uh, and best of luck for the remaining days of filming. Great. Thank you very much. Good to talk to you. Well, there we are. A huge thank you to Adrian and uh, all sounds very positive uh, down in Wales. Uh, we can't wait to see the third and final series of Unbore Mecher, uh, Keeping Faith. And uh, we're hoping that it's going to arrive on S4C later on this autumn and perhaps even early winter. We're waiting for, for news on that. And uh, of course, it will follow on BBC Wales uh, as an English language version sometime soon. So until the next time, it's thank you very much for listening. Keep reading the site because we are in full flow of the autumn winter season. There's lots of fantastic things coming up and there are a few podcast treats coming up soon too. Bye for now. Thank you.